Hello, I have Nidhi Nadaraja with me, and thank you so much for coming. We're going to talk about story and emotion mm. and lived experience and truth. So these are great subjects, especially for you, Nidhi, because guess what? They came straight from your soul. <laughs> so yeah. what did you really mean? Oh, did I say that? I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> so when you think of story, um, yeah, what comes up for you when you hear that word story? You're so good. You're such a great storyteller. And I love your posts because of it. You use story. Yeah, thank you. It's, um, yeah, so really for me, this whole idea of story has really developed over the last couple of years, really, through writing and through sharing my views and it's interesting, actually, the, you know, the, actually, the first thing that comes to mind is I was doing this, um, I was asked to do a presentation, not that long ago, actually, about six months ago, I was talking to someone. And um, uh, when I first started talking to them, I was like, okay, what do you want me to talk about? And they're like, oh, you know, something within the inclusion diversity space. And I'm like, okay, I'll have a think. And, you know, let's catch up again in a few months. And, you know, we'll sort something out then. And so we did. And then when I was in the middle of talking to them and I was trying to come up with that topic and I was like, what should I speak about? You know, what's an angle? Talk about something from the inclusion and diversity perspective. And all of a sudden it clicked. And I was like, oh my God, how about we talk about the power of storytelling, right? In creating inclusive environments, right? Ooh, so yeah. beautiful. And I was like, and, and the reason it clicked is because I was kind of thinking about everything that I speak about. And I was like, this is all about story. Like mm -hmm. all of it is about story and the way that I communicate. And it's interesting because often you'll see people on social media say, you know, you shall not use the word I in a social media post. And I'm like, I use the word I very frequently in my social media posts because my posts are all about me. And my right. experience as, but as relates to other people, right? Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> it's can... a great teaching. Yeah, you're always yeah. writing out yourself. I love that part about you and Shell Shapiro. <laughs> you're always writing yeah. yourselves out. <laughs> yeah, and like, well, it's 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 my my lived experience informs my opinions, and it informs my perspective on the world and my views, and I'm gonna share that because that is what I know right? I can't know anything else with certainty. But yep. what I can know is my experience. Mm -hmm. And so if I share from the place of my experience, but I relate that back in a way that could help someone else, or yeah, that could, or that could help someone else see something from a different perspective and go, oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, you know, that's interesting and maybe maybe that might you know filter into my unconscious and somehow yeah. change the way I behave or react or respond in the future yeah. that's kind of the aim right with sharing yeah. stories for me it's how can I share something that's mine yeah my learning my experience my failure my joy <laughs> my sadness <laughs> my mental health struggles whatever right. it is but not from a place of selfishness, not from a place no. of I'm sharing because I want you to look at me, 
right? Yeah, it's no. not about looking at me. No. And it's not about, it's not about me, right? Nope. It is about me, but it's not about me. Does that well, make sense? Well, it's about, very much so. It's about um, evoking emotion and you do such a good job of that as well. And then you get the um, the wonderful comments. You get engagement mm. the way you do yeah. it. So yeah, if you've never checked out Nini's post, man, get, get going. She's she's on LinkedIn. That's very cool. All right. So emotion. When you think about emotion, like you were yeah. told, you know, you got to keep it together. Like your grandpa died. Everybody else was losing their shit. So you had to keep it together, you know, and and um, I, I had the experience. I just sort of did that to myself <laughs> mm. <laughs> and kept things going when my father died. So, yeah. So when you think about emotion, what comes up for you? Like, like what's your learned lesson there? It's like, don't, don't yeah. hold back or share emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hold back. And there's a difference between, I guess, and I was talking to someone about this the other day. There's a difference between sharing to the point of discomfort and and sharing comfortably but with emotion and and letting your emotion be and letting it exist in the world right and not mm-hmm. just within your body or your soul or your let being, it take up right? space let it take up space because when you let them your emotion take up space that's when you can start to process it right it's almost in some ways if you hold it within you can't see it or you think you can't see it, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have it here in front of you, you can kind of go, okay, this is what it is. How do I now take this emotion and do something with it and process it, you know, use it differently, learn from it, et cetera. Because until you can take it from here and put it out here, you can't do anything with it, right? And so for me that's that's what it is and it's not necessarily about taking all your emotion and dumping it onto social media right like that's not the point the point <laughs> is how do you take this the emotion from within you and externalize it right and share people it with, know how you processed it yeah and yeah. it could even be it could even be journaling right like it doesn't even need to be talking to another human being right right but it's taking that emotion from within self and going i'm going to take it from here and put it somewhere into the world mm-hmm. so that it takes up a space, whether it's a container of space like a journal is, or whether it's a bigger, wider space, right? Where it seeps into different parts of the world, right? Yeah. So let it pass it through is. is the number one thing. Drill yeah. down with it, like, oh hello, where are you? Where are you coming from today? Right. And mm. so much awareness comes from that. And also the the okay with be okay with it that the emotion passes through you right you don't have to let them get stuck inside so like you're saying get them out there Mm -hmm. and I think and I think that's a huge learning and it was a massive learning for me right because I really did think after my miscarriages that I could just be in the world and exist as if this hadn't happened and just keep it within me and suppress it Mm-hmm. And it just would be okay because that's what I'd done all along. And it had worked mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. I had thought that it had worked for me before then. <laughs> so I was like, well, I can just do the same thing with this, you know, really awful, messy, you know, emotional stuff that's just, you know, tearing me apart a little bit inside. But it got to a point where I was like literally 
I have to share this because yeah. I'm at a point where it's exploding from within me. Yeah. And if I if I don't share it, it's actually going to literally tear me apart. Right. And everything, <laughs> everything that's stored within is going to come out with it. And I actually found that's what happened when I started talking that mm. first time because I hadn't been a talker at all oh, is okay. when I started talking about my miscarriages suddenly I wasn't just talking about my miscarriages I was talking about all sorts of other things right all sorts of other emotional experiences and feelings that I'd stored within me um, for a long time and suddenly it was as if they had this new leash on life right and it was oh <laughs> no, you're out. A little now lighter. This one is out here. Now here comes this other one. <laughs> here comes this other one. <laughs> and it just, I love it. It just crept, and and it's amazing because I swear my my whole relationship with emotion has changed in the last wow. few years, and it's you know, and this is probably a journey of maybe four or five years because you know my last miscarriage was I think 2018. Um, but it's really that, you know, ability to really connect with that emotion and say, you don't own me. Nice. Yeah. You don't own me emotion. Mm. I can walk hand in hand with you. Yep. That healthy right? detachment. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll hand in hand with you when I'm ready to say goodbye. We can say goodbye and you can mm. be off into the distance. And sometimes nice. perhaps and it's an emotion I want to keep close. And sometimes that's an emotion. Okay. We can walk side by side. You can just be there in the background, hanging around. You know, when I need you, you're there, you know. And when nice. I don't need you, you can be off just, you know, at a slight distance, but you're kind of there still. Yeah. And I think that's that's when you really develop a very different relationship with your own emotional, spiritual yeah. self, right? It's definitely a mindset growth for sure. And um, yeah, definitely mm. um, a release. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's stepping out of victim mentality for sure. It yeah. is, it is. And it's even, you know, even beyond victim mentality because there's a part of that that's victim mentality. And there's oh, another sure. part of it that's like, I will beat this thing down and I will keep it down because it doesn't need to be be anywhere and I'm strong and I control my so it's and I'm doing it for you you know yeah that's that's what you were told you when your grandpa died like you have to be the strong one and you're like oh yeah exactly right exactly (laughs) so you had to do that for people it was like a service you were doing for others you know which is the real mind fuck of it all yeah. yeah. So lived exactly. experience really makes us who we are. And the more awareness we can have to that, like the observe, observe mm. becomes the observer. Like you said, you had that mm. sort of almost out of body thing. That's enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And that's when we speak our truth. That's when, you know, um, truth and alignment they're like you know yeah two sides of the same coin or something right and alignment and authenticity if you like muscle test it they're like the highest vibrations and people Mm. say oh love's the highest vibration like no it isn't it's the lowest of all the high vibrations (laughs) well it's part of all the vibrations (laughs) yes 
but it's actually quite a low vibration you know joy is higher than yeah. love and peace is higher than joy and enlightenment is higher than peace and mm. they said like jesus mother Teresa, and gandhi they all vibrated around a thousand well guess what enlightenment yeah. or not enlightenment, uh, alignment and authenticity they vibrate more like 1200 right in that range if you just muscle test it i don't know if you've heard of david hawkins but um I really I'm not sure I have yeah he's a kinesiologist okay. and he's muscle tested the different words and ah, if you know how to muscle test you you can't disagree with them because it's a muscle test everybody yeah 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 the same reading yeah, yeah. it's been pretty fascinating cool. yeah yeah it's, it's um yeah for me this whole experience of like you know truth and lived experience is is huge right because when I first started sharing my stories um in a very public way on LinkedIn right. um you know it or even before that actually in my workplace probably to some degree okay um it's you know I was still in a place of not a hundred percent knowing who I was right and it started okay. this real journey of exploration and going you know, as I was saying before, it's kind of like this, okay, you know, the more I write, the more I share story, the more I reflect, the more I live in my life or live my life differently. And the more I have this sort of meta awareness of what's going mm -hmm. on in my life and around me and with other people. Right. Yeah. But when you have that, you know, what I found was I suddenly started to go, okay, well, who, I, who am I? Exactly. <laughs> and know? that's the important yeah. thing to go yeah. blank and let the other person talk or, you know, to be the equal with someone else. If you don't know who you are, you can kiss that one goodbye, right? Yeah. And it's even like what you just said, it's even doing that with yourself, right? And going, right. I'm listening to listen to my deep inner self, right? Not mm -hmm. even just listening to that conscious self that's constantly talking and saying you know you are this you are that I am this I am that right so right. it's even listening deeper within and going okay if I really sit back now you know what do I really value like what is really important to me right. like, what do I really care about you know who am I what is my deeper purpose and these are all the questions that over the last oh can you still hear me I can can you hear me I can, I can. It's okay. a strange person. So what I was saying is it's kind of like this experience of, um, you know, I was just talking about values and stuff and like really connecting with your deep inner self. And for me, that was, it, it was just such a moment of just really understanding who I am and what I'm here to do in this yeah. life and what I'd like, like to leave behind. Nice. And from that moment, what happened and what I found happened was that as I shared more and more, you know, if I got criticism from people or if there were people who said they didn't quite understand what I was doing or maybe I shouldn't be doing like writing so much and maybe I shouldn't be putting myself out there so much, it started to matter less and less and less nice. because it was my truth and it That's was my nice. purpose. Yeah. And it was me living me. And so, you know, all these, you know, emotions and things that you have around judgment by other people, what will other people think? What will they say? How will they react? All those things started to sort of fade away into the distance because suddenly I was listening to myself more. Exactly. Right. And connecting and, with that. Right. Yeah. And I'm a book in 30 days coach. And so like I pick up on someone's POV point of view pretty quickly in their brand voice and whatever and if I pick something out 
and I can always defend it. And then I have my client defend it. And I like teach my clients how to defend their own point of view mm. because that's when no one can get to them. That's when no one can hurt mm. them. That's when no one can throw them off emotionally. And, and everything we do has a, has a basis, a reason, a truth to it or whatever. And we know there's other ways we could have done it, but we're doing it this way. And we know why we're doing it this way. And then somebody comes in with a criticism and we have the answer you know, or we don't even yeah. care You have an answer. We just feel, they feel so rock solid. Yeah. It's been beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, it's truly is what sort of enabled me to, I guess, really step away <clears throat> from that prior previous life, I guess, and really explore new opportunities and yeah new pursuits you know which is never something that I thought I would ever do like I thought I'd be right. a lawyer forever yeah but, you know you stepped out of corporate mentality is what you did I stepped out of corporate <laughs> mentality I, love it. I stepped into like my own mentality and owning my own space and owning yeah. my own words and my own feelings and going do you know what this is my experience and this yep. is I can do something with my experiences and with my thoughts and my views and and be here to serve, you know, in a way that also serves me. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much, Needy. This has been such a great conversation. <laughs>